Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with body transformational coach, digital nomad, and mindset coach, Elliot Hassoum. These days, from his base in Chile, he is an online fat loss coach and writer who has helped thousands of people transform their bodies and minds throughout the past decade through his holistic coaching. Elliot also has a health, fitness, and mindset podcast that has reached the number one spot in the fitness charts in seven different countries. His mission is to help people get into the best shape they've ever been in and give them the tools to sustain this long term. Enjoy this interview. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I am very well. Thank you so much for asking me. How's your day been so far? Oh, everything's good. Where are you coming out of? Uh, Chile today, in fact. So I am UK-based, but I have been on the move for the past three years or so. Uh, my fiance and I travel together, so we spend about three months or, or so at a time in one place, then we head over to our next destination. So Chile has been the destination for the past couple of months. We still got one month here to go. Okay. What's the uh, what's the best thing about being in Chile? I would say, honestly, it's not necessarily about... Well, I'll give you two things. The thing about Chile, specifically, is the fact that we've had beautiful surroundings. We have really been able to just embrace the pace of life over here. So it's been super nice from that perspective. And the big thing for us personally has just been the stability. Like We've been kind of all over the place for, <laughs> for a little while now. So to have three months in just one solid place, it's been really, really nice because of, we usually spend maybe a month or so here and then move on to the next place. But this is a place where we've been able to put down our suitcases, kind of cool at home for three months. And it's been really refreshing, actually. So I'd say that those are the two big things, just kind of uh, integrating ourselves into the to the country and culture so easily. And then also the stability that it's given to us has been great. That's great. Well, it sounds like we're going to have a really good timeline here of your life and and your mission so before we get into that i want to start off with what we all lived through with the pandemic for the last three and a half years how did you get through it how has it changed you so with myself personally i found the pandemic to obviously be a pretty challenging period for many people so my compassion and respect goes out to all of those who had people that they loved who they lost or maybe they lost their jobs or something along those lines but personally for me it was a time of growth and expansion i would say during that time i ended up actually setting up my current coaching business i also later in that year set up my podcast as well so those have both been going for three three and a half years now and i also left a relationship during that time that wasn't for me so it's proved to be a very reflective time and a very very transformational period as well coming out on the other side i feel that there was a lot of growth there was a lot of hard moments but at the same time it set me up to the position i'm in today which i'm really really grateful for in fact so let's get to the essence of what you do on a daily basis if i put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day and one of the kids asks you what do you do for a living how do you answer them i would say that i help people like your mom and dad improve their health and well-being and maybe reduce the size of their clothes if i was teaching, if i was talking to third graders i probably would tell them that you know i'm helping them lose body fat i mean unless they wanted to go down that route i would say that yeah i'm helping them get into a healthier position so that they can have better quality of life and that they can ultimately live with confidence vitality and happiness so what did you want to be in the third grade what was your dream to grow up and become 
I think I always wanted to be a footballer back in that time. That would have always been a, a great one for me. And that's UK-based football, so it would have been a soccer player. Um, yeah. I was always very, very passionate about sport when I was much younger. I don't think I was given that God-given ability, nor I think my work ethic kicked in later in life as well versus earlier. Had it come a little bit earlier, maybe we would have had a chance, but it came a little bit later. But I'm grateful for what I'm doing today as a byproduct of everything that I lived. But if you asked me at that time, yeah, I probably wanted to you know, just uh, replicate the 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 heroes of my generation when I was much younger. So let's go back to where you were born and raised and these seeds that came into you to help people, to coach people, and to be in the position you're at right now. So I'd say a lot of it started from my own personal challenges. And that's what I'm always pretty grateful for. Even though I've now been a coach for 10 years, I hit my coaching anniversary just a couple of weeks ago, in fact, actually. Um, it feels a long time ago since I was in that position, but it did all start from me not having any clue about my health and well-being. When I was a teenager, I was the kid who kind of went to the toilet cubicles to go change his t-shirt and PE because I didn't want to get teased for my body and all of these different types of things. And I always say it was never necessarily intense bullying, but it was enough to make me feel uncomfortable and not want to be called names, etc. So I started in that position and I was ultimately very, very uh, self-conscious. I, I knew that my body didn't look quite like the other kids. And also I didn't really understand it because I was a sporty kid. I, you know, I enjoyed moving about activity. I liked PE class, but I was just a little chubbier than some of the other guys. So that's pretty much where it all started. And I always give credit for the kind of the inner knowing of the younger version of myself who was like, okay, well, what can we do about this? How do we find a solution to this? And then, you know, I go and obviously coming back to the football essence, it's like how to get a body like David Beckham, for example, right? And I go and Google these things. And this is just a 14, 15 year old kid doing this. And I'm just Googling these things that I get collecting as much information as possible. And what was practical for me, I applied to my life. So if it said, you know, consume protein powder, I wasn't in a position where I could go buy some protein powder. It's also not as well researched 15 years ago as it is today, but it said, okay, eat high protein foods. So I go into my freezer, I see what's available that's high protein. I'm like, perfect. Okay, I'm going to pick this. I'm going to pick this. And then it was like low carbs. Okay. I eat a lot of pasta. Let me try and reduce that a little bit. And then when it comes to the exercise side of things as well, I wasn't quite able to go to a gym at that moment so i was like okay um shampoo bottles let me double them up and do some bicep curls and i'm doing some bice uh, bench dips on the side of the bath as well and it really started with those humble beginnings but i got an idea of like that kind of personal agency at a very very young age knowing that okay i can influence this i can actually make a difference here and i caught that bug of recognizing that okay these efforts that I'm putting in are actually doing something for me here. And then it just evolved and evolved as I gained more information, more experience, more confidence. But that's ultimately what led me to wanting to help people because I realized what health and fitness had done for my life. And I realized and I work with so many people in their 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s who haven't figured it out yet. And I was lucky enough to be able to figure that out quite early in my life. So I want to essentially bring it down to a position where it's like very, very actionable and simple for people to do to ultimately get them to a position where health and fitness isn't the worrying thing or they're not concerned about going to see their doctor or you know being worried about getting that photo taken of them by the pool but it's something that they genuinely feel like they've got under control and it's no longer that kind of pervasive voice in the back of their head thinking okay you need to lose that weight you've got that health check coming up so that's what really inspired me to help people so in this life of inspiration who's been a hero for you Oh, that's an interesting question that I've not considered before. And I wouldn't necessarily say that I have this one typical example of the hero. I would say that I identify traits and 
characteristics of people who I liked and I tried to pull little bits of each of those people I would never say it was like okay you know a lot of people when they start training when they're young they're like Arnold Schwarzenegger was my guy he was my god he was my hero that wasn't the reality for me I didn't really hear about Arnold Schwarzenegger until a little bit later I knew him more for the Terminator than I did bodybuilding for example but I think what I really did instead was rather than kind of hang my hat on someone who was this kind of typical example of a hero I was just like okay I really like that characteristic of my mom or my dad or this famous person or this athlete for example you know like Cristiano Ronaldo is a is a big inspiration for me when I was younger as well because I knew that he was given some god-given talent but a lot of his uh, a lot of his talent came from his efforts and his work ethic and everything he did behind the scenes I was like okay I like that so I'm going to take that and I'm going to take that so I think that realistically a lot of the times it's come down to looking at certain things that pique my curiosity and I'm like okay I'll take a little bit of that for myself and I'll combine it with my existing character and hopefully that allows me to be the being that I want to be. So if you can be one person on the planet right now that's an inspiration or that you admire who would you love to meet and talk to? I would probably come back now that I've said Cristiano Ronaldo I'm pretty sure I would like to get an insight into his mind I would really I mean I would have to get a little bit out of my starstruck nature first but then of course after that I would be very interested to understand what keeps him going after so many years you know he's now I think maybe 36 37 years old and he still looks like he's got the hunger of someone who's never won a single trophy who hasn't been recognized as one of the greatest players in the world so I would be very very interested to know how he maintains that hunger how he's maintained that work ethic and essentially what keeps him going, what allows him to keep tapping into him, himself to try and bring the best out of him. I would really, I would understand him more when he was 18, 19 years old, trying to make a name for himself, prove himself, you know, create that reputation. But now he has pretty much it all. He could retire and he would go down as one of the greatest of all times. But yet he still keeps coming back and keeps coming back. And I would love to understand where that comes from. And again, if I can pull out a little bit of that characteristic and take it for myself, I'd absolutely be keen to do so. Let's ask you that question. What's the motivation every day for you to wake up and accomplish what you want to get done with your life? I think ultimately, I know that coming back to kind of superpowers and superheroes and everything along those lines, I think that there was a point in my career where I wasn't super satisfied with what I was doing. I didn't feel like I was quite making the impact that the dream of being a personal trainer or an online fitness coach really laid out for me. I didn't quite feel like I was quite achieving that with people. I was like, okay, I know that I'm making a difference, but it doesn't feel quite as deep and fulfilling as or profound as I expected it to be. And I contemplated at a point leaving the industry. I was like, maybe, you know, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. And then I make this transition from going to just kind of personal training people to genuinely going through like a transformational process with them. And that's developed and evolved since then as well. But I put my skills together rather than just being a personal trainer to being what I would consider like a transformation coach. So now I had people who were we will focus on just about everything, their sleep, their stress, their nutrition, their training, and all these different types of things. And that actually led, and their mindset as well, it's a really important piece that I just missed out there. And that led me to more results in just one year than I got in the first four years of my career as just a kind of typical run-of-the-mill personal trainer. And that was the moment where it all kind of, the light bulb moment went on. I got this kind of reigniting nature of passion for my career again because I was like, ah, this is what I was missing. And, you know, you have the genuine ability to kind of get people those results you thought you were going to get. 
getting people into positions that they've never been in with their shape and their health. They're telling you that you've changed their life. And I'm like, wow, that's, you know, a big statement for someone to make. And that allowed me to realize, okay, well, maybe there is a little bit of a superpower in here. So now that I know I have that ability, and I also know how much challenge people how many challenges people have in terms of getting that health and fitness part of their life under control and that i know that i've kind of worked it out for myself and i've worked it out for the hundreds of people that i've now worked with it continues to inspire me to create content to work with clients directly and just trying to kind of make health and fitness simple and actionable which it really should be but there's so much noise in and around the industry that it's very very hard to know what to do and quite often i think it just comes back to like bringing it down to those very very basic fundamentals and that's what i try to talk about in the content i create and with my clients as well uh, so that inspires me and then obviously there's a personal element to that as well i love the idea of improving myself whether it be within my career my own personal health and fitness my relationships as well and i love this idea of like continuous growth and there's never it's kind of an infinite game if you know what i mean i just want to keep working towards a little bit better of me each year so that really drives me as well on a personal level as well as a professional level what's one of your more memorable success stories that you've been involved with mm, i'm going to try and give you a different one because if I've given two in the last couple of interviews that I've given, so I don't want to repeat them. But one other one that comes off the top of my head, actually, that I haven't mentioned, and this actually comes into two unique clients that I've worked with, both who have come from a very, very ground zero idea of what health and fitness really is. So they signed up to a coaching program. This was when I worked for a company a couple of years ago. And both of these individuals, it was a man and it was a woman, no relation whatsoever, but they have a similar kind of start and an end point. So they both start with their individual goals and different lifestyles in the lead up. So the man, he was kind of pretty much involved with his work. Uh, he's a little bit shy. He didn't really have much idea about anything to do with nutrition and fitness. And he recognized that he wanted to turn things around a little bit. And it was the same with the woman as well. And it was only later when I was working with her, did I realize that she was more of this party girl when she was much younger. She was all into drinking and everything along those lines. But when people said that to me, I was like, I don't know this version of this woman, but Basically, the long and uh, short story is the fact that they went through this process with myself. I helped them out with their personal goals. They both end up doing their own fitness photo shoots in the end, which was something really, really impressive compared to this person who was zero gym knowledge whatsoever, zero nutrition knowledge whatsoever. They go for their first fitness photo shoots. They get themselves into the best shape they've ever been. They're feeling great. They're looking great. And not only that, both of them now are coaches themselves. So that is, yeah, so that's something that was really profound to me. It's not just that they got their results, it's that the results were so profound to them that it kind of had the same impact that it had on me, on them as well. You know, they were saying, okay, well, I know how good this felt to me. And as much as I'm in my career of being in an office or being a programmer or something along those lines, I know what I can do now with this newfound fat, this newfound passion and purpose. And they've ended up both being coaches. So it's really been meaningful to watch that full circle of like zero light <laughs> shots or whatever, wanting to work on their own goals, a lot of insecurities and, you know, lack of confidence in how they felt about their own bodies to now being the people that help those type of people that they were when they got started on their journey. So those two people specifically kind of stand out at this moment as being like real success stories, not because of what they just achieved within their body and their health, but how they have had that knock-on effect that they're now helping people themselves. It's a really, really beautiful, like full circle effect. Absolutely. It doesn't happen with everyone, but it was beautiful to watch. 
Yeah. So if you could go back to that version of you that didn't feel good about your body image when you were younger and you have a dream and you run into that version of you and you can give that version a piece of advice based on the wisdom and experience you've gained in your life up to this point, what would you tell that young version of you? I think I would tell him to trust his intuition, you know, because of, I think that, like I said, I give a lot of credit to that young version of myself for having their self-awareness to say, okay, we need to kind of do something about this. And I have this interest in, you know, going to Google and doing my research and finding out, listen to it a little bit more, you know, be confident in that that's the right decision to make and go after it, you know, wherever your curiosity is taking you, go after it. And then the second part of that is essentially just make sure that you have a little bit more patience. You know, these things don't need to happen overnight. And, you know, 15 years down the line of my own personal journey and 10 years later with coaching as well, I've recognized that, you know, not everything has to come overnight. And sometimes you don't want to think about 10 years down the line and 15 years down the line because they feel like enormous timeframes. But if you kind of, what I always say to my clients when they have their big health and fitness goals is like have one eye on the present and one eye on the future. Because if you have both eyes on the future, it can feel a little bit overwhelming and very, very far away. But if you have too much focus on the present, then sometimes it feels a little bit inundating and you can't really see the bigger landscape of what you're working towards. So I'd say to him to have a little bit more patience, have that one eye on the present of what you need to do today to move you in the direction that you want to go in. And then one eye on the future that will help you and inspire you to ultimately where you want to be. So those are the two pieces of advice I'd give to that version of myself. So if you look at all of the mileage and all of the things that you've traveled down and, and come to at this point, what are you the proudest of that you've done in your life so far? I would probably say it comes back to the lives I've been able to touch. And I wouldn't say that every single success story comes out with, you know, 30 kilos of weight loss, for example. I think that sometimes it's often looking at these side by side before and afters, and that's what people think are the real most rewarding things. But I think that sometimes a life touched is just by giving someone that piece of advice that they needed to feel confident in themselves again, to essentially feel like they had some self-belief in the journey that they wanted to take. And the thing with health and fitness, and this is where I don't claim to be someone who transforms life. So if someone says that to me, I, I, I'm really very, very grateful for that advice. But I feel that with health and fitness, it just facilitates so many other things. So what I'm doing is I'm getting you into a position where you can actually just like tap into other areas of your life. You know, when your health is in a good place, you have that energy. You're a kinder person because you're not kind of in your head thinking about your insecurities or how tired and lethargic you are all the time, you're able to kind of show up as that best partner, that best mom or dad, that best brother or sister. And then that allows you to just ultimately be a better person. So I'm very, very happy and proud that I've been able to kind of unlock that part for the people to allow them to gain their confidence back to feel like they can do something that they really, really wanted to do, but kind of just got lost and bogged down and everything by just giving them that freedom with their health and fitness and giving them that ability to not just be focusing on like that aching pain or the insecurities they're having because of their body with their body i should say they're now able to look beyond that and say oh well you know there's more to this that i can do so i'm really happy with that i'm really proud that i've been able to inspire many people and help them kind of get out of their own way from that perspective and go on to create amazing things in their life so everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Ooh, I think that I am someone who is maybe a little bit harder on themselves sometimes, but I think that I'm doing my best to balance that. I think it's something that's really served me in the early stages of my life, but something I don't see 
as sustainable by any means. I think it's really helped me to get to where I am, but I don't think it's going to take me all the way on my journey. So I think there's someone who has been a little bit hard on himself, but who's trying to find that rhythm in their life. So I'm avoiding using the word balance because I don't fully believe that if we want these big things in our life, we want to aspire to do great things, the balance necessarily in terms of having everything in an equal position really exists. I think it's more of a rhythm, more of a synergy, more of a, a dance, so to speak. So that's something that I think is is definitely within me at this moment in time is like finding that rhythm in my life. I would say that I am compassionate and caring as well. I think I carry that over into my family life and my clients as well. I think that's one of those kind of internal superpowers that I was lucky enough to have and I've since developed as well. And I would say ultimately that without blowing my trumpet too much, there's some things I'd pretty much land on. So if anyone out there wants to hire you, learn more about you, anything about your world, where's the best place to go? I would send them to my podcast. They can listen to the Simply Fit podcast. It is predominantly a health and fitness podcast sprinkled in with some mindset stuff as well. Um, And we do three episodes per week. We have two with a guest. We have one solo episode that I do with myself. And pretty much off the back of that, you can learn a lot about me. And then, of course, my Instagram as well. I put out a lot of health and fitness content. So if you're someone who is looking to drop some kilos, who's looking to improve the quality of their health and sustain their results ultimately for the long term, then those are two best places to find me. Excellent. Elliot, thank you so much for your time today and your story. Best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Really Thank do. you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Mm-hmm.